What is up, my friends? Today we're going to talk about money. 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 On episode number 34 of the Eloquent Savage podcast with me, your gracious host, Stephen Richard Krebs. So, here's what I want you guys to think about. Money is the one thing that has been able to do what gods and kings were never able to do, and that's to unify people under one idea. The reality is currency and money is universal. Regardless of what form it is, yen, francs, dollars, regardless of what it is, you can exchange it. You can exchange it for other forms, And it holds its value. And all money is, all currency is, is a way for us to understand what the value is of a service or a product. Most people have fucked up relationships with money. Completely. Fucked up. They're allergic to money. Even people that are good at making money a lot of times are better at spending it. So if you think about this, if you look at your patterns inside of your finances, and this is the easiest thing to ever track in the world because numbers don't lie. And if you look inside of your finances and you track your spending habits, your earning habits, your saving habits, your investing habits, it's very easy to look at it and see what your patterns are, to see what your beliefs are, and to see what your relationship with money is. Because the numbers never lie. And we can all bullshit ourselves into this idea that, hey, you know what? Uh, We can blame everybody else. We can blame the economy. We can blame the president. We can blame the government. We can blame uh, small business. We can blame the area that we live in. We can just go down the list and blame everybody else, become a victim, take no ownership, and bullshit ourselves into thinking that it's not my fault So I'll just continue running this idea in my mind that I should have more money. Should have. I should have more money right now. I should be making more money right now. In this backwards, entitled sense of irrational thinking, you're outside of reality. It exacerbates the problem because the shoulds turn into what? Inaction. So your relationship with money, your belief system around this thing that we use to understand value will dictate your life, period, end of story. And regardless of your stature or where you started out in your life, if you come from a poor family, there are plenty of people that came from nothing and created wealth in their lives. They were just willing to do what? Educate themselves and work. Educate themselves and work harder than everyone else. So your excuses are bullshit. If you're broke, it's your fault. Probably listening to the wrong podcast if you're broke. But if you're broke, it's your fucking fault. Now, there's been times in my life where I was completely broke. My mid-20s were a fucking mess because I grew up in a great household. We always had a lot. So I just thought I was entitled when I graduated college with honors that I was just going to walk into a job making six figures. And I'm thankful for this, but I walked out on my own and fell directly on my face. I wasn't willing to do the work at that point. So I was living like a rock star on a janitor's budget. 
and put myself into about 35 grand worth of credit card debt on top of my college loans and was only working part-time as a personal trainer. So in the summers, I would do asbestos removal to try to make up from my lazy bullshit. And I just kept digging myself deeper so I wouldn't look at my credit card statements. I would just play this game where I would move them from 0% to 0% credit cards, just trying to play the game as long as I could. My relationship with money at that time was completely fucking backwards. So you can change it if you're in a bad place. But the guys that I coach are already in, they're, they're, not, they're not hurting for money. Usually they just have a spending problem. These are guys that do millions of dollars a year, but still struggle because they've created a game where they live in scarcity because their spending is out of fucking control. And if your spending's out of control, I can look at the numbers, look at the patterns, look at your life, look at the facts in your life, and automatically see what's going on. If your spending is out of control, you're out of control. If you're living above your means, it usually means that you're not secure and confident in yourself and you're trying to impress everyone else with your things or you're trying to fill a void in your life with things. Now, I'm not telling you that things aren't awesome. I drive a G-Wagon for fuck's sake. I bought it and I felt amazing because I earned it and I worked towards it. But it doesn't fulfill me in a way that connecting with my wife does. That vehicle is a thing, and it's just a litmus test or an indicator of my work, my hard work. My trips, my travel are an indicator of my hard work. But I wouldn't be able to do those things if I didn't set in place different ways to build wealth, to save, to invest, to create, to invest back into my business. So there's a book that shifted my entire life, and it's The, the Richest Man in Babylon. I'm gonna, I know I mention these things over and over again, but I need you guys to hear them. The Richest Man in Babylon and The Automatic Millionaire are two books that changed my relationship with money. That and Awaken the Giant Within from Tony Robbins. As corny as it sounds, the guy's a monster, and that book changed my perception of life. I started setting targets and goals in my life. I started looking at money differently. I started believing that I was worthy to actually create wealth in my life and to have an incredible life and to have a woman that supports me in my life and it's not toxic and negative. So you guys got to understand that readers are leaders. And I'm not telling you to, to read so you can just consume more information so you can take pictures of the books that you're reading on fucking Instagram so you can look smart. I'm talking about reading things that create a shift in your mindsets and your skill sets and then take action on the things that you learned. It's not a race to see who can consume the most information. The question becomes, are you building a skill set? Are you building on your mindsets? Are you creating lasting, sustainable change in your life through wisdom, education, information, wisdom? If money has a hold on you, it's dangerous. If you worship it, you are a slave to it. But if you have a healthy relationship with money and you start to realize what it truly is, it is an indicator of the value that you provide the world. It's why I feel comfortable charging thirty dollars to $50,000 a year for my coaching because I know it's worth it. So when I have conversations with businessmen and they're like, I don't know what to charge, I'm automatically like, well, you are uncertain, motherfucker. And you are uncertain because you have not taken any risks 
and you're unwilling to put yourself out there and demand what you are worth because your relationship with money up to this point is not healthy. There will always be someone with more money. And I'll have you consider that you will never have enough of it. But if you base your happiness on the amount of money you have, you will be one miserable human being. But if you can shift your mindset into money simply being peace of mind, security, fun coupons, think about how much more likely you will be to work your ass off to create it so you can provide experiences for yourself and the people that you love. So I want you to pull your journals out, sit back, and I want you to think about what is your current relationship with money right now? What is your relationship? What would you define your relationship with money right now? And then what I want you to do is lay out the facts right now of your finances. Not the fiction, not the fantasy. What are the facts? How much money do you have in your savings? How much money do you have in your checking? Do you have a whole life insurance policy? Do you have investments? Fuck, are you invested in Bitcoin? I don't give a shit what it is, but you need to get very clear on your numbers. And if you don't know your numbers of your finances, I guarantee you don't know your numbers in your business. You don't know your marketing numbers. You're not keeping track of date nights and sex with your wife. You're just sitting there and just floating along the lazy river of life and wondering why the fuck your life's not on fire. You have to be intentional with this shit. I don't care if your business does $100 million a year. How much do you have in your personal account? That's all that fucking matters to me right now. Because you need to reward yourself, not keep money inside of your businesses. Now, obviously, there's a rational part of this where you go, I understand that you have to play the game and you can't play, pay yourself a certain amount because of taxes. I get that. I get that. I get that. We're not talking about this. What I'm saying right now is if you don't reward yourself on a regular basis for the hard work you've put in and the business you've built, your momentum will slow. And nine times out of ten will come to a screeching halt. Your relationship with money will dictate your experience in life. It will dictate your momentum and your ability to influence more people. So at the end of the day, you have a choice to make. You can live like an average business owner, float down the lazy river, be a CEO and just go through the motions, or you can operate like a motherfucking savage. It's your choice. That's all I got for you guys today. It's episode number 34. Get your money right, motherfuckers. This episode is sponsored by Weaponized Nutrition, Weaponized Mind. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a wonderful night. I'm out of here.